All right, so again, you're welcome to the conference call. It, these calls are for you to talk about anything at all that you want to with your business, with your internet marketing business, things that are working for you, you want to share with the group, things that are not working, questions you have, anything at all. Um, so go ahead and yeah, type in your questions. You can start right now. You don't, uh, you can, I'll go through everything that's being asked. So you don't need to wait for, for someone to, you know, for, to, for something to be finished, discussed. You, you can type it all in right now. And I'll, I'll go through all, everything that's, that's being, um, that has been asked. I'll, we'll make sure it's all addressed. And while I'm waiting for the first comment to, or question to come up, what I recommend everyone does, this, this is such a, a great time of year to think about what's happened for you in 2013, whether it's with your business or any aspect of your life, and think about what you'd like to be doing in 2014. And make some definite plans. Write down what is it that you want to achieve in 2014. What are your goals? Make them real for you, something that's emotional for you, something that you, that you can envision for yourself. Uh, again, all areas of your life, things that you want to achieve, whether it's with your health, with your finances, with your relationships, spirituality, with your education, anything and everything. What would you have liked to, by the end of 2014, what would you like to look back and think, oh, I'm so happy that I did that? And then once you've written down those goals, write down a definite plan of action, specific steps that you're going to take that will help you reach that. Now, these, these can be daily things that you, you would do on a daily basis. It might be things that you need to do on a weekly basis or somewhere in between. So uh, it's something, yeah, an excellent opportunity to have right now. Now, there must be things that, Everyone here wants to talk about questions that you have and so forth. Again, feel free to type it in right now. Um, you can all put in your questions. I'll make sure I go through them all. Don't be shy. I can see a few of you typing away. All right, got to type a bit faster. Come on. I'll have to get you all doing a speed typing course. That's um, actually that's a very important skill learning if it's something you don't know how to do maybe that that's one new skill that you can give for yourself for the year is learning how to touch type uh, because especially with the type of work that we do working online uh, a lot a lot of the time that i spend is on you know doing stuff on the keyboard typing and stuff on the keyboard and uh, it's it's a fantastic skill to have. Actually, it's not just a fantastic. I think it's a crucial skill to have, touch typing. Um, and there's there's free courses out there, free online courses that you – there's websites you can go to to learn how to touch type. Um, so if it's something you don't know how to do, 
I highly, highly recommend. That's a, a great goal that you can set for yourself in 2014, learning that touch time. I, that's how I taught myself to do it. I just hopped online and just did a little bit every day. And because you're typing every day anyway, you can practice it all the time. And and believe me, it doesn't take long. And you begin and you learn and you will learn how to touch type and you you'll be so happy. It makes a huge difference. If you think about it, um, if, if when you learn how to touch type, you, you can eventually type faster than you can write. Um, and if you're currently, if it takes you a long time to type things in on the keyboard, you can imagine how much time that is going to save you with your, with the work that you're doing when you do eventually learn how to touch type. Something that might have taken you an hour to do will literally take you only 10 minutes. And that, again, that's a huge difference. It's a massive difference. So, again, yeah, crucial skill to have. If you don't know how to do it, something I highly encourage you to do, learn how to do. Uh, just look on, uh, just Google free touch typing courses and you'll find some sites that will teach you how to do it. Okay, um, I appreciate you. Uh, so we've got some question, questions in here. So Dave is asking about uh, the completion of his website. All right, Dave, so thank you for that. Um, now, assuming you've filled in the form, uh, the list marketing system setup form, your site will take maximum three business days to be up and running. Now, if, if you've filled in the, the setup form and it's taken more than three business days and you haven't heard back from me or from Dale, send, just let me know. Put in a support ticket for me on the support site and I'll put the link here. Uh, johnlegadarkus.com forward slash support and I'll, I'll, I'll have a look at that for you. Mel's asking something. When last time you were on the call, there was a suggestion that putting a group of letters in the tag box of your videos would have them show up as related videos. I have always had tags in every video, social media, social media traffic. I think that will have the same result. Okay. Yeah, Mel, I know what you're talking about. And what I think was suggested was to have something that is unique. Um, social media and social media traffic as tags are very common tags that pe other people would have. It, so if you had something more unique, let's say like your name, for example, then if someone typed in, when someone came to your, one of your videos, because that tag is in that specific video of yours you're watching and is also in other videos you've created, I think that's what they're trying to say. If you if you have a unique tag to your to one of your videos, it'll help your other videos that has that have that unique tag come up in the relevant search results. Now I think that 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 will still work. What you what you're doing by putting social media and social media traffic in all your videos, yes, I think it'll help you to to have a greater chance to appear in the in the related videos that, that show up on the side. But um, if you if you had something even more unique, then it may help even more. Yeah, so let me know if that answers or doesn't answer your question. Just 
just put that in the chat box as well, Mel. Thank you. Okay, using Facebook ads, uh, Don Pasco. That's uh, Don. Thanks for asking about that. That is something that uh, I'll be trying in the very near future myself. I have I have tried paid advertising in the past, uh, but if you know a bit about my background, that's how I first started out online was 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 with paid ads, and w with the issue I. Uh, we had this I had this problem. I'd set up literally hundreds of paid ad campaigns and they were taken away overnight because of some changes in Google's policies. And, and they were there with paid ads, there's more pressure for you because obviously you're paying for that advertising. So to make it convert into profit, there's more pressure. There was a lot of time in man maintaining those campaigns. So what I did was once those PPC campaigns were suspended, my AdWords account was suspended along with thousands of other affiliate marketers. This is back in 2009 when Google, again, Google changed some of their policies. I focused on free traffic strategies and have done so ever uh, since then for the last four years and been very successful with those. However, having said that, I, paid traffic is something that I will be using more and more. And things do change online, and Facebook ads is definitely something that I will be using. And as I start using it myself, we'll be doing training on as well. Uh, I, I think basically, yes, I think you can definitely use. I know there are list builders there and email marketers, a lot of them that successfully use Facebook ads. I'll give you an example. Uh, one of them that comes to mind, and he's got a he's got a list building group on Facebook. His name is Jason Parker. So that's someone you can look up. I'll just put um, put that name here in the chat box, Jason Parker. And he he's definitely someone that you can look at that is currently using Facebook ads for his list building. All right. Um, yeah, thank you, Mel. Mel's put up a link there for a free uh, touch typing course. Typingweb.com forward slash tutor forward slash courses. Um, Mel, yes. Yep, that's a, great, a good example of something you can use. For, uh, for your um, as a tag that is unique is your your um, your YouTube username which is great sailing yeah gr8 sailing okay all right so yeah fire away put um, in the chat box there put a, put all the questions you have like again you don't have to wait until I finish going on and answering a, another question or any comments you have, questions, just go ahead and put them in right now. I'll make sure I go through all of them. Don't be shy. Okay, Dave, uh, oh, sorry, Mel. Um, Mel has found a way to make uh, his web URL into a clickable link on his video. Okay, fantastic. Now, Mel, are you talking about videos that you upload to YouTube? 
And if you can, yeah, if you can elaborate further on that, that'd be fantastic. And while Mel Mel's doing that, Dave's also asked another question. Okay, so Dave is saying that you got the impression that the major theme is obtaining free traffic through means other than SEO ranking in Google. Is that correct? Okay, uh, Dave, yeah, look, there is ways to get free traffic, lots of quality free traffic, targeted and, and also very targeted free traffic without having to rank in Google. Now, there's two ways that I can think of. One in particular is through YouTube. Okay, so publishing content to YouTube will get you lots of targeted free traffic and it's not you're not relying on Google SEO rankings. It, 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 it is similar, some will say, because you still got to rank within YouTube. Uh, but it, it is very different, you know, with, with a YouTube video. Um, you know, sorry, let me take a step back. SEO rankings for websites like a blog, for example, takes quite a, it takes a while. You have to set up your blog, start writing content to on a regular basis and eventually you will and the more content you write the more regular you are you will get you will get traffic you know as long as it's unique good content it, you're guaranteed to get regular SEO traffic uh, get SEO traffic lots of it on a regular basis so yeah with with a blog that relies on Google for for SEO and and to get traffic whereas with YouTube you, you can even even with one video if you if you position it well if it's on a maybe on a current topic or just the way you present it whether it's controversial funny and so forth even with one video you could do very well and get lots of free targeted traffic um, so YouTube is definitely a way it's a way that's the way that I get the majority of my free targeted traffic is through YouTube and something I highly recommend. Another way too is you can use sites like Amazon. You can publish reports for free or create ebooks that you sell on the Kindle store. And again, that's a great way to get free target traffic because within those reports, you can put a link back to your squeeze page. All right, so Mel, you've got a video here on YouTube that you've just sent, that you've created how to send and view messages in LinkedIn. Oh, I think I see it there. Okay, so at the at the I think at the end of your video, you've got your a clickable link to your squeeze page. Is that what you're referring to, Mel? You've got a link on your video to IamSocialMediaTraffic.com. I'll just wait for Mel to respond. Okay, so Mel's saying every URL link is clickable. All right, fantastic. If you're able to, uh, if, if you'd like to, Mel, yeah, if, if, if you're able to, if you want to share with us briefly how, how you're able to do that, that'd be fantastic. And while you, we'll go through some of these other questions here. Uh, so Steve is asking, I'm planning a new niche site. I'm doing some keyword research, ideally to find a good long-tail keyword domain name. Wanted to ask how important that is. Is it worth spending the extra time searching for one with good traffic and low uh, COPM competition? Okay, with low competition, considering I'll be doing other traffic things as well once it's up and running. 
Okay. Yeah, look, I think, Steve, I, I think that is a good idea. I, you know, you don't need to be hung up on that, but it, certainly, it definitely does help. You know, if you've got a long tail keyword that is something that re represents well what your site is about, and that it's, yeah, it's, it's a great thing to have a domain name based on a good keyword because it will help with your search engine rankings. But it's not to be all, be all and end all. Um, you know, I think Google, they used to, the, the days, there used to be days where, you know, if you, if you were able to register the domain name, you're pretty much guaranteed, you know, top rankings. But that's not the case anymore. However, it definitely helps. And not only is it good for your SEO rankings, you're able to do that, but also it just looks good. It just, it's more trust when people see, uh, because people look at the domain name when they're going to a site. I'll give you an extreme example. If you've got a site about parenting, if your website's about parenting, but your domain name is, uh, reallyfastcars.com you know it just doesn't people look at that people will take notice of that and it will turn them off it's definitely a good thing to be able to do but it's not something that you again want to be hung up on so Mel is saying if you make your own website an associated website alright so this is I'm assuming something, this is something, Mel, you're talking about within the YouTube settings. So within your YouTube settings, if you set up your website as an associated website, then you can have a clickable link. Okay. All right. That's fantastic. That's really, really good. I think that is something that everyone wants, should be doing. And that's something I'll, I will definitely be doing myself. Because it just makes it so much easier if people can click within the video itself instead of having. I mean, it's great that we we can put a um, on on our YouTube videos that maybe we can display our website or even tell people to go to the website or even have the link in the description. And we should continue doing that. But if you can make a clickable link to your squeeze page within your video. That's extremely powerful and will get you more traffic. Uh, so I really, really appreciate you sharing that, Mel. And that's something I highly recommend everybody does. If you could type in there, Mel, that'd be uh, in the chat box. It'd be great. Where we find that associated website field that we can enter in our our squeeze page domain. Okay, so Mel is saying via Webmaster Tools. Okay, so it's, it's you're saying, Mel, that it's not within YouTube itself. It's in you have to go to Webmaster, Google's Webmaster Tools. Okay, all right, all right. So yeah, really appreciate you sharing that, Mel. If that's something you haven't already done, Mel, uh, I'm sure you'll if you create a video on how to do that and upload that to YouTube, you'll get a lot of views back to your site. Yeah, you'll get a lot of views for that particular training video. So that's something I encourage you to do. Okay, anything else anyone wants to talk about? Anything at all? No, we're all happy. We all know, we all know what we want to do, what we need to do in the business, just working it. Well, if, 
If there's nothing else anyone wants to talk about on this call today, we can <coughs> we can end the call early. Get ready for our New Year celebrations. All right, so we have a couple of people typing away. I'll wait for those messages to appear before we end today's call. Uh, Dave's asking about what's in the train tutorials, or should I wait till I get access? Okay, yeah. So Dave, what what I typically do, so so people don't get overwhelmed and get ahead of themselves, I like to wait until them to wait until their site is ready before I, I send the link to the training the traffic training videos. So wait till your funnel's already, and then because as you watch the training videos, you can implement what you're watching straight away. But what I will do, Dave, if you're keen to get start watching those training videos right now, I'll what I'll do, I'm gonna send you a, I'll send you a personal message right after this call with a link to where those training videos are, so you can start going through them. Okay, so Mel's asking or talking about more monetizing each newsletter and blog post is associated with an offer. Sorry, Mel, you're going to have to elaborate a bit more on that. I'm not sure what you're asking there. So this is more of a, you're just sharing with us, are you, Mel? Things that, strategies you're doing? Sorry, I assumed there was a question you had, but it sounds like from what you're typing, you're just sharing with us that, it's a, st a strategy that you have with the, vid with the videos that you create. You like to have an associated offer with that video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, and, and that's a, definitely a good thing to do is, as Mel says, when my videos show something helpful, the offer takes them further. Yeah. And, and that's a great thing to do. I mean, you, you know, the people that are watching that specific video, obviously interested in that specific topic. So if you have an offer that helps them take them to the next step, to the next level, uh, definitely a good thing to do because you they're, they're super targeted visitors. And and something and, and just something else to keep in mind, I, I know you, you do this already, Mel, and that is always having a link to your squeeze page because at the end of the day, the the best way to monetize any traffic you have is by getting people onto your list, continuing to build that relationship with them and sending them relevant offers rather than sending them directly to using an affiliate link to send them directly somewhere else. So as long as the main aim is to get people on your list first, um, that's the most effective way to build your business and to monetize your, to, to monetize that traffic. But uh, yeah, you can certainly do that as well. So Mel, He's got a question or a comment here. Uh, oh, actually, so Dave's got one uh, first there. Will starting SEO keyword research for my niche affiliate session be a productive activity? Okay. Well, it's uh, in short, no, Dave, because that that title is more a title of, of a book rather than, you know, something people will be searching for. So, no, you don't want to be – Doing, you don't need to be doing any SEO around that. When, when we talk about doing SEO, it's, it's around search terms that, that people, people will normally search around. Like I'll give you an example. So affiliate marketing is a very common search term. I mean, I'm extremely competitive. I don't recommend you go and try to rank for that. 
but that's something that people search for. Whereas that that keyword phrase you just put in there, affiliate assassin, is, is a title of a book, and uh, you won't get many people um, searching for that specifically. And Dave, when it comes to with the internet marketing niche or make money online affiliate marketing, it's very hard to find keywords with they get a decent amount of search traffic that are already don't have a lot of competition. So what I typically do, I, I when I'm looking to create content for my blog, I typically don't go and, and look for keywords like that, i.e. keywords with high search volume, low competition, um, because it, it's, it's hard enough to come up with ideas to actually write about for your blog than, than to uh, have to take the time to look for you know, keywords like that to, to target. So what I do, Dave, is I think about topics that I can write about for my blog, and it's typically stuff that I'm doing already. I, if, if, you, if you hop on my blog, if you go to johnlagadakis.com, you'll see that all the stuff that I write about, it's stuff that I'm just doing in my business, okay, and which makes it easy. If you're writing about stuff that you're doing anyway, it reinforces what you're doing in your own mind because you're writing it down. And you don't have to scrounge around for ideas about what to write about because it's stuff, you know, stuff you are doing. So give an example. Uh, when people uh, send me questions and I think it's something that a lot of other people have the same question about and it's something lengthy, you know, it's not one of those, you know, short. I'm not talking about a like a, a one question sentence and then a one question response. I'm talking about a lengthy question and a lengthy response from me. I'll keep that per person anonymous, but I'll, I'll write, publish it up on my blog. Um, so I'm killing two birds with one stone. I'm answering that person's question, but then I'm also helping a lot of other people as well and, and put it, by putting it on my blog and, and adding unique content to my blog. So that's one example. Another example is if I'm writing a report for Kindle or creating an audio program, I'll put parts of that on my blog, like maybe a chapter of it or half a chapter of it. Or maybe if I'm listening to or reading a really good book, audio book, uh, I'll maybe write about that, what I've learned from that. Or I'm attending a webinar or a, or a uh, seminar somewhere, I'll write about that too. So um, there's lots of things that you can write about. And then what I do, Dave, is... As I'm writing, adding this content to my blog, I'll, I will optimize that blog post to a keyword phrase that's relevant to what I'm writing about, but I won't care how much competition there is for it. I won't even look at it. Again, this is for the internet marketing niche, like make money online niche uh, specifically I'm talking about. So, yeah, I, I won't bother doing the research. I'll just target that particular keyword phrase because this is what will happen. As you consistently add to your blog on a re on a regular basis, and uh, you know you, you're writing quality, unique content, and you're and you're optimizing it properly, like you you're putting whatever your keyword phrase is that you've picked, you're putting it in your title, it's it's in your content, it's in your key, it's in your keywords, um, it's in your tags. As you consistently do this. And you, your, and your site grows in authority and with age, then you will begin ranking for those keywords. 
because you've got that um, that page rank, the site authority within Google. So you'll just start ranking better and better for these harder, key, you know, these competitive keyword phrases. Now, now Mel's put a comment here that he's only getting six percent opening of the newsletters. All right. Now, depending on the type of you know, how long you've had subscribers on your list. I mean, because look, Mel, some some list builders will say that they're they're getting really great open rates, but what they might not be telling you is that they purge their lists on a regular basis. Like they might they might go and clean out. Like I know Julie was talking about doing this a few weeks ago. She mentioned that she went through her subscriber database and removed any, anyone that hadn't opened an email for 12 months or six months, something like that. She went and deleted all those subscribers. Now, obviously, after she's done that, her open rate is going to be much, much better. So don't don't be too concerned. I mean, it is something you want to be looking at. Don't get me wrong. You definitely want to be looking at what what the open rate is for the emails that you send out. It's a good, it gives you a great idea of which subject lines work best, what type of content your subscribers like best. But the main thing is that you, with, with all the communication that you give with your list, you, to, to get a good open rate with your list, you need, you need to be mailing them on a regular basis. I know that you do that already. I think you have a weekly newsletter and that's fantastic. You also want to be offering the best quality content that you can for your list stuff that's going to help them. Now, this can, this can be stuff that you've written yourself, like videos that you've created, blog posts that you've written. It could be interviews that you do with other successful people. And that's a great way to, again, to get content for that you want to, that you can give away or put on your blog just by interviewing other successful people. It can be emails where you you send people to very high quality pre-launch content, you know, products that are being launched that offer great, great free, like maybe a report or a free video training. And by, by, but as long as it's quality content now, I create a lot of videos and I create a lot of blog posts, but I typically won't send everything that I, I upload. I won't tell my list about. I only tell them about the stuff that I, I really think that will, um, reach most of them. You know what I mean? that really appeal to most of them, stuff that I really think will make a difference to them. I'll give an example. So if I create a video about how to add a border to your GIMP image, I'm not going to email my my list about that kind of stuff. But if I create a video about, let's say, Mel, for example, right now you created a video about how to to make your YouTube how to put a clickable link in your YouTube videos. And um, that is something I, I would definitely, you know, if I were you, I'd email my list about that. That's some, you know, something that's new, something that would really will have an impact on their business and, and that everyone should know about. You, you want to mail to them regularly, give them your best stuff. If you do that and, and be yourself, be conversational. You know, try to make it as entertaining as possible. Um, and that'll help you open rate. You've made a comment here, Mel, that um, perhaps people use bad emails. Sometimes they do. You know, sometimes people will 
will opt into your list and not give you their correct email address. Um, I don't think that happens on it. Uh, happens too much. Excuse me. Okay, so Steve's asking, how do you stop your RSS from sending every blog post? Now, Steve, if, if someone well, – we're, we're talking – so there's two kind of lists that you can have, Steve. So you've got your people that opt into your list for the, your free offer, your free ebook offer, and then you've got people that subscribe to your blog, uh, that subscribe to your RSS feed. Those that subscribe to RSS feed, um, they, they want to know every time you put something new on your blog and you don't, I, I wouldn't recommend that you, you filter out blog posts for those people because there's different reasons why. If they're specifically subscribed to your RSS feed, they want to know whenever you've published something. Uh, it could be because they just like what you write about. Another reason is because maybe they, they're bloggers themselves or internet marketers that want to have opportunities to create backlinks, to, to comment on what you've written about and for them to get more exposure to their site as well. And you want that, you know, you want to encourage people to uh, make comments and contribute to your blog. So I, I wouldn't recommend that you, you look for ways to stop your uh, RSS feed from going out to your RSS subscribers. Okay, we've got um, Steve's typing in a question, and this might be the last one. Thank you, Mel. Yeah, Happy New Year. Hope you all have a um, very happy New Year. Have, have a some time with family maybe over the New Year. Enjoy that. Um, all right, so Steve's made a comment. I already have an automated blog broadcast set up with Aweber but also my RSS is linked to my Aweber. Hence, each time someone subscribes to my list, they automatically subscribe to my RSS, so we'll be getting two lots of blog, blog broadcasts. How do I unlink the RSS and Aweber so people can join two separate lists? So what I do, uh, Steve, is I have a feed burner list for my RSS feed. So those that want to subscribe to my, my blog post, they go into that list and anyone that opts into the sidebar for the, my free report, they go onto my Aweber list. Okay. Uh, you say Steve's saying that he also, he has a feed burner for his RSS, but for some reason it's also linked to his Aweber list. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how you set that up, Steve, but there should be a way to unlink it. Um, you may... The best thing to do, or if you get stuck on how to do that, I recommend putting in a, a support request with Aweber, and they should be able to help you with that. Yeah, you, Happy New Year to you also, Nigel, um, yeah, and everyone on the call. Yeah, look, really appreciate everyone being on the call today. I hope you got a lot out of it. As always, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to uh, put in the support ticket. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on this audio program. For more online success strategies, visit makemoneyonlinewithjohn.com.